Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. This is your Z1077 local news for Saturday, July 1st, 2023. Well, you've been hearing about it all week, and chances are while you're listening to this, temperatures are creeping up into the triple digits in the Morongo Basin for the first time this year. That's right, it's California's first heat wave of the year, and even though a wetter spring brought milder temperatures and cooler mornings and nights over the last few months, a high-pressure system is going to bring warmer air up from Mexico and drop it in on the Morongo Basin, keeping it hot all weekend. When celebrating this weekend and on the 4th itself, remember that all fireworks are completely illegal in the Morongo Basin. That includes the safe and sane fireworks that some parts of California allow. But that's not the case here where extra hot and dry conditions along with invasive grass and weeds create wildfire hazards all summer and into the fall. Causing a wildfire with illegal fireworks not only puts our Morongo Basin and first responders at risk, it can also find you fiscally responsible for the damage caused. Cal Fire Specialist Captain Bennett Malloy was on the Up Close show yesterday and talked with Gary Danio, where he and San Bernardino County Fire Prevention Specialist Tim English outlined one of the personal risks that you may not be thinking about when lighting off illegal fireworks. Another risk, uh, especially with, with us at Cal Fire, is when you cause a vegetation fire and we find you responsible for that, we seek restitution from you. So you would have to pay for the suppression costs. So um, I don't know if you saw the news lately and what it costs to suppress these large and damaging wildfires but you know they can typically be in the tens or thirties of millions of dollars uh, and you would be responsible for paying the state back for the suppression costs wow paying that pretty much the rest of your life yes if you have fireworks in your possession that you'd like to get rid of safely you can turn them into any fire department for a no questions asked safe disposal this year kick back and let the pros handle the explosives there are fireworks shows all over the morongo basin on tuesday the fourth and no matter where you're watching the celebrations you can tune in to Z1077 for a patriotic soundtrack as the background to the show. Check this story on our website for a full schedule of 4th of July from 29 Palms to Yucca Valley. On the heels of that hot weather and the 4th of July, Cal Fire has suspended open burning for all SRAs, or state responsibility areas, within San Bernardino County. That means that previously permitted burning activities, such as burning brush or debris outdoors, is prohibited and subject to being reported to county fire authorities. You can see a map of all the San Bernardino County SRAs along with a link to the rest of Gary Daniels' discussion of all things fire here in San Bernardino County at a link of this story on our website, Z1077FM.com. Public access to the Covington Flats area will be closed through Wednesday, July 5th. During the spring of 2023, Joshua Tree National Park received above-average precipitation. The rain fueled abundance of grass to grow, which is now dried, making a continuous bed of flashy fuels. The National Weather Service has issued high heat warnings for the area, and fire meteorologists at Southern California Geographic Coordination Center has stated that expected fire indicators will be the highest they have been this season. Expected conditions present an extreme fire danger. Two weeks ago, the geology fire burned over a 1,000 acres of the park in just a few hours. This was under conditions that were much more tepid than expected in the coming days. The Covington Flats area contains most of the important Joshua Tree populations within the park and will remain closed to the public until July 25th. If you think it's hot out, think about the asphalt underneath your pooch's paws. With a reminder to keep your canine's claws out of the scorching sand, here's Jeff Harmatz. Any day in which the temperature stays at or above 85 degrees Fahrenheit can prove treacherous for your dog, cat, or other four-legged friend. Concreted blacktop, exposed all day to direct sunshine, can hold heat in ways that are less obvious to shoe-wearing humans. 
If the temperature outside is 85 degrees, expect the temperature of asphalt to be 135 degrees, which is too hot for a dog. To determine if it's safe for your pet to go outside or on a walk, hold your hand on the surface for 10 seconds. If it's too hot for your hand, it's too hot for your pet. As the weather gets warmer, be sure to give your pets easy access to shade and water so that they can remain comfortable in the high desert heat. Reporting for Z1077, this is Jeff Harmetz and my dog, Sunday. A rollover traffic collision in 29 Palms sent two people to the hospital on Thursday. At around 9.40 a.m., Jeffrey Prof, a 63-year-old resident of 29 Palms, was driving westbound on 29 Palms Highway when county sheriff's deputies say that in an attempt to make a turn onto Mariposa Avenue, he crossed the double yellow lines in oncoming traffic. Deputies report that Prof sideswiped a vehicle driven by a 67-year-old male resident of 29 Palms, causing it to roll twice on the highway. The 67-year-old and his female passenger were both transported by Morongo Basin Ambulance to High Desert Medical Center for complaints of chest and body pain. Anyone with information on this case is urged to contact the Morongo Basin Station at 760-365-9413. The First Lander's open-air market with summer hours is taking place today from 4 to 8 p.m. with the usual mix of crafters, artists, and tailgaters. The event is now free to anyone who wants to be a vendor, so bring out your unwanted items or come set up a table and promote your business with a great way to get out and meet the public. The lodge will be open at 3 and will be serving $5 hot dogs and chips shortly afterwards. Any questions, feel free to call Randy at 760-974-6475. The Five Buck Chuck Wagon is pulling up at the Johnson Valley Community Center tonight. They're celebrating Independence Day in honor of all guests, members, and volunteers that have made the Johnson Valley Improvement Association a success over 65 years. Hamburgers, hot dogs, ice creams, and other desserts are being served up for only 5 bucks per person. The doors to the community center open at 5.30, and the chuck wagon will be ringing the dinner bell at 6. Theater 29 will host a one-night-only Fringe Theater event tonight. Arts and Entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas says you've never seen anything like this. An edgy theater experience that has garnered multiple awards for its fast-paced, multimedia, irreverent approach is coming to Theater 29. Based in Las Vegas and written, directed, and performed by Ernest Hemmings, Test Market, spelled T-S-T-M-R-K-T, is described as a random act of cheap theatrics that incorporates time, minimalism, absurd theater, film, and audio collage. Test Market was an official selection for the Portland Sketch Comedy Festival, the San Francisco Sketch Fest, the Dallas Comedy Festival, and the Cleveland Ingenuity Festival. This market will run for one performance only at 7 p.m. on Saturday, July 1st at Theater 29. Test market is not recommended for children under 13. Tickets are available through theater29.org or by calling the box office at 760-361-4151. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter, Charlie Thomas. The family of Trammell Evans has been providing Z1077 with updates on the continued search for the missing hiker. His family has expanded the search beyond the national park with unconfirmed sightings of someone matching Trammell Evans' description in Slab City, which is an unincorporated area community in the Salton Sea. Trammell's mother, Amy Evans, has sent a detailed list of the hiking and camping equipment that Trammell was seen with last month, including pictures. You can see all the updates from the family and the latest we have on the missing person at this story on our website, z1077fm.com. And that's your local news. You can hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting for the Morongo Basin Newsleader, the award-winning Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden.